hey 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 my beautiful people and we're back for women on a mission podcast this is episode number 10 it is indeed a glorious wednesday we're enjoying this lovely rain over here in barbados if you're not having rain it sucks to be you right now but our days have been extremely hot so we thank god for the rain I am extremely thankful to be here with you guys to do this another Wednesday after all that has transpired in my life over the weekend. But God remains faithful and he is the one who still sits on the throne and the reason why I am alive and well today. I also have another announcement for you guys. You would be very pleased to know. Your pastor is being ordained on Sunday. I'm very excited, really looking forward to it. I know my life will never be the same after Sunday. And I just want to take this time out to support, to honor, sorry, everyone who has been supporting me even before I became certified. Um, For me, honestly, Whatever God says it is, it is. And God told me I was a pastor two years ago and I ran with it. So we're only catching up now, two years later, with what God has had already spoken over my life. So I bless God for each of you. Your support never goes unnoticed. Thank you for praying me through. Thank you for travailing with me. Thank you for encouraging me along the journey, you know, and this is it 2020 is still our year regardless of what has transpired and how the devil tried emphasis on trade to take you out he's a punk and a defeated foe and we will continue to reign supreme with our father in heaven so with no further ado today's topic is entitled disobedience and we're gonna pray and get right into it Oh, merciful and all gracious God, as we humbly approach your throne of grace, dear Jesus, I pray that your presence will overshadow us this beautiful Wednesday morning, oh God. Father, I pray that you will speak to us like you've never spoken to us before, oh God. I pray that our ears will be attuned and attentive to what you have to say to our spirits. Father God, remove everything from us that is not like you, oh God. All the hurt, all the bitterness, all the malice, oh God. Father, we lay them at your feet today in the name of Jesus. For you said, take your yoke upon us because your yoke is easy and your burden is light, oh God. Father, remind us that these things were never for us to carry through our lives. And we thank you for being our paracletus. We thank you for being our burden bearer. We thank you for being Jehovah Shalom, our Prince of Peace. Even though I speak peace into the atmospheres of your people, regardless of what they might be facing, oh God, they shall have peace as they go through it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, that we will strive to be obedient in this season to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, have your way throughout this entire recording and say through me what you need your people to hear most. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, my lovelies, here we go. So, we're going to delve into 
the meaning of disobedience then we're going to go from there so by definition disobedience means failure to obey rules or someone in authority i'm going to take you to some scripture now romans 5 19 states for as through one man's disobedience that is adam many were made sinners even so through the obedience of one jesus the many will be made righteous as i was preparing this podcast for you guys i got a whole revelation from that one scripture and god please help me to see this how i feel it god is looking for us to be obedient in this season because there are so many people connected to our obedience their blessings their blessings and i continue to stress this to the ladies in my ministry because i have seen it time and time and time again in my life when i tell you guys had i not been obedient we would not have this ministry and i don't think y'all understand the seriousness of that i do not think so so don't yes I am your leader, but I want you all to look at yourselves as leaders as well because I am not doing this just for me. I want to equip you guys to be the powerful men and women of God that you are destined to be so that you could go out there and make disciples as well. However, continuing with the the revelation, it just takes one person that's what was jumping out to me one person one person you know in primary school we sang that song it only takes a spark to get the fire going and soon all those around will warm up to its glowing listen just one thing one thing one one occurrence one situation one word from god could change everything it could change your entire life and that is my testimony today. God spoke one word over me and it shifted every single thing in my life. And that's why I go so hard for him because there's no man on this planet, especially the people that I could see that has done more for me than God ever will. They, they, they can't even compare. They can't even compare. The Lord went into the depths of my inner being and he swaddled me the nights when I was on my bathroom floor crying myself to a pulp and nobody knew God was there. When I put that razor to my wrist, God was there. Mm. (laughs) Y'all, there's a reason for everything that I do. There's a reason why I praise the way that I praise. Because even though I come on and I share certain things with you guys, there's more depth to Shannon. There's so much more. And I don't know if God will allow me to share everything. Just know that God has delivered me a lot. A lot. And I will continue to praise him until my last breath because he is worthy of all the praise i remember convincing myself my entire life that he didn't care anything about me because of what i had to suffer through and i feel like this is a word for somebody your pain is not an indication that god does not care (laughs) if it's an indication of anything is that he does care because he sees what we can't and there's no way he's going to allow you to reach the next level of your life unprepared So what I had to do was to switch up my perspective for his 
okay yes i am in pain but what are you trying to teach me with this pain what are you trying to show me what are you trying to strip away from me yeah and i think in this season we need to take our eyes off of our pain and look for our lesson that's a word for somebody take your eyes off of your pain and look for the lesson in what you are facing i also went on to say when and as i i love how beautifully this is flowing because i wrote when the devil cannot destroy you he tries to distract you so all the things that are all the dust that is is kicking up in your life your, your family issues your mother sick your father sick somebody died from corona you know your children acting up you can't get your child off the block you you can't get your daughter to stop prostituting your husband acting up whatever it is the devil is going to bring these things to distract you from your god-given purpose and i have seen it in my life because if i give a ten, of course i'm going to be hurt when people that are close to me are hurt as well but it makes no sense trying to twist my own arm doing something that only god could do you know what i do i pray and i move on i don't have a choice because if i stay and i become consumed with the pain of the people around me that i love i am going to become bitter i know me and the hardest thing is to know yourself yeah so be mindful of that the devil is really trying to distract us in this season because this is one of the most this is one of the most creative seasons that we have ever been in and a lot of people are going to give birth to a lot of ideas that 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 they have been sitting down on for years that's why it is such a painful time for us because we are giving birth the earth is crying out for the birthing of the sons of god we are coming out guys we are coming out stay in those stirrups keep your legs open and push do not take your legs down until you have your baby not physically it may be physically too but spiritually do not come down from off that table until you have what you what god has placed on the inside of you to give birth to and i also want to say disobedience will all always always bring dysfunction and that's something that i wrote and y'all know y'all all know it is story time in the sanctuary now growing up i was a very outspoken and rebellious child you couldn't tell shannon anything don't tell me what to do because i'm not gonna listen if you tell me to stand up there i'm going to run if you tell me to sit down i'm going to stand up i always pushed boundaries i always <laughs> i was very spiteful um but my mother and my father knew how to handle me you know they did thank god um so coming up then then on top of that with my rejection it made my rebellion even more pronounced really can tell me what to do now no so i spent 10 whole years being disobedient 
to teachers, to my parents, to my leaders. I really didn't care. Honestly, I'm going to tell you, I did not care. So I know firsthand what disobedience brings. And that propels me to obey God. Because living in disobedience, honestly, if I had listened, I probably could have avoided half of the things that I went through. But I regret nothing because I am now filled with wisdom. The wisdom that my scars carry. And for that, I will always be grateful. So let's fast forward to, I think this occurred... So, I got on my journey with God in 2017, 2016. I had the accident in 2017. You know, I went on my self-love journey and that's when God started to speak to me and started to go back to church and what have you. Okay. God has spoken to me about going on my journey of celibacy. And, you know, it wasn't hard for me per se because... I always found it quite strange that, I guess this is just me and how I am made up, but sex wasn't as big of a deal to me like it is to other people. Like, I I don't think that I became so addicted that, you know, it consumed my very life, and I thank God for that. Like, I have been, I, I remember a time as a teenager, I went, an entire year without sex and what have you and it didn't feel i mean i was like shoot i gotta relieve this tension but yeah i made it to a year and you know so sex doesn't i don't esteem sex in high regard that's the truth other people do but i don't so i didn't i didn't have any issues with that in that regard so when god called me into celibacy then he revealed after my deliverance because I, I had sex even after he called me into uh, my journey of celibacy then I realized that I was actually battling with the spirit of lust and that was why you know I can see a man and be still especially a man that I was attracted to like every time <laughs> most of the times that I had sex it was on my account I you know I was the initiator and you know if I want something I gonna take it like, regardless yeah he's a bully <laughs> was <laughs> this is a no judgment zone hello right so yeah there was that and so when I got my deliverance from the spirit of lust then everything became clearer I realized that it wasn't like that I really wanted to do this it was the spirit at work in me. I'm going to tell you guys. Um, and not just the spirit of lust. I also had... <laughs> oh, we're going to get deep today. I had a spirit husband. And for those of you who have no idea what that is, you see like how you have a husband in the natural. Like the actual husband that you can see. There are also spirits that can be attached to your spirit in the spiritual realm as your husband he he claims legal right over you in the spiritual realm and what that does is stops your actual husband from getting to you 
I have heard stories about like spirit spouses actually killing <laughs> people's actual husbands. These things are serious, and I really don't know who needs to hear this, but God is leading me down this line, so I will I will obey. Yeah, so I had I had a spirit husband and watching me into that was the fact that every night I went to sleep I would have sex dreams and it was crazy. And what made it st- um stay out to me was the fact that before cuz ov- it always used to be sometimes it would be somebody that I know and then other times it would be like this complete stranger and that would always baffle me because I would never have sex with a total stranger. And what would happen and i tell you like y'all don't understand my praise if y'all hear my story listen y'all every time i had those dreams before the spirit got to penetrating me as an actual set so so it would always be like foreplay in the dream i'll track with me in the dream there would always be foreplay and stuff and as soon as it goes to penetration i would jump out my sleep and i would be panting mind you i would feel all of these things naturally like my body would be aroused and this is how i know that the spirit realm is real my body would be aroused like i am actually preparing to have sex you understand so when i wake up and i realize that i am feeling these things like i am about to have sex and i'm like i really didn't understand what was happening until you know i was told that i had a spirit spouse um and he sleeps next to me every night Um, you could imagine you could imagine how that sent off sirens in my mind um so i wanted it out I, i hello I don't want nothing confusing me, breaking up my night rest. I love to sleep. So, there was that. So, I got deliverance from that as well. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, after that, all of that happened. And that's why it's so important, you know. That's why... Listen, I cannot stress the implications of sex to you guys. We talk about sexually transmitted diseases, but nobody tells us about sexually transmitted demons. And a lot of people are walking around possessed and they do not know. So, there was that. Just be mindful of who you open up your spirit to because sex is actually a, a, a form of worship. Is the knitting together of two spirits and that's why it's be so hard to get away from somebody who you have sex with because you actually develop a something called a soul type um so moving smartly along getting to the to the meat of the matter now so i got my deliverance last year into this year but i have to tell you guys what happened before i got my deliverance so you know, um, I was growing in my faith, God was showing up, and everything was blessed. And up comes this young man. Um, I wasn't paying him any mind initially because, you know, Shanna just don't care. So, a couple of months he remained 
like persistent and he would be like okay um i realize that i'm the only one putting in the effort and in my mind is like but i never asked you to put in effort sir anyhow so i was like you know what it can't hurt to just have a conversation or whatever and this man was a christian and i quote as well um some of the adventists so we started to talk more often and a bond was built and when he took me out on our first date we had a very exclusive conversation and we both agreed that we were not looking for a relationship and what have you and stuff and I'm here to tell you listen out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and that's why you can't trust your heart (laughs) because you know we said that out of our mouths and then as as legend would have it we ended up in a entanglement yes 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 entanglement we were entangled so we were basically doing the things that people in a relationship would do without the title so the good up pastor was entangled and there were certain things about him i guess this was god throwing up red flags to me and because when i like somebody i would try to see everything good in them first before i let anybody say a bad word about them and that was that was the case with him um when it came to communication i'm big on communication i love to talk he was a very eloquent speaker very intelligent young man But when it came to me discussing the matters of my heart and how I felt about the things that he did, you know, my feelings were always brushed off. And I would be like, but you're not going to listen to what I have to say. And it would always make me uncomfortable. But, you know, he would try to calm me down and be like, oh, you don't have to approach a situation like this. And I'm going to tell y'all, like, I'm very impulsive. And I don't think sometimes I just do. So I could understand what he was saying in that regard. But sometimes he would just brush off my feelings instead of listening. And, you know, I continue to overlook that and what have you. And it progressed. Anyhow, so his birthday was coming up. And birthdays mean everything to me. And I began planning. You know, um, I asked him what he wanted to do. He said he wanted to do a staycation. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to start looking at hotels. And so I did. Um, it was my treat. So I paid. Um, and I remember, you see, God. Every time I speak about this, I have to lament on the fact that I was warned. I had a brother in Christ who lives in Canada. And, you know, he would call and and check up on me. And it was the week before the the actual staycation. 
he called me and he was like, Shannon, what's up? I haven't heard you in a while and thing and I would have mentioned the guy to him. He was like, How are things with you and the guy? And I said, You know, his birthday is coming up and we we're planning to go on a staycation. He was like, Shannon, you mad? <laughs> I was like, no. He was like, you really think that you're going to go to a hotel with a man and y'all are going to watch TV? I was in denial, to be honest. I was in denial. And I was like, yes. And he was like, no, you're not. That man is going to have sex with you. And he was like, you do not go. Like He was like, I was in here. And the spirit just tell me to call you. He said, Shannon, do not go to that staycation with that man. Do not go, do not go. And he was like, call the hotel and get back your money. So he was like, all right. And when I was about to do that, the, the, the hotel sent me an email saying, you know, um, as long as you have paid, you can't, because it was a special, you won't be able to get back all of your money. And what have you? I said, well, I tried. No, I just worked too hard for my money. <laughs> Hello. And then on top of that, my mom actually said to me, you know, Shannon, I really don't think that this is something that you should be doing with the life that you're trying to live. Now, you have to pay attention when an unsafe person is telling you how to navigate your Christian walk. You feel me? Because my mother is not a Christian yet. And, you know, I, I often disregarded a lot of the stuff that she said. But when she said that, it felt different. And as much as I didn't want to go, I still went. So, we did have sex. And I remember feeling so awful. It felt like it was a chore. It felt like... I don't know if anybody could you know relate to what i am saying it felt like he had for me there should be a spark during sex but it felt like he was closed off so he wasn't allowing himself to be fully open to me as i was open to him or what have you i felt all of that and i I was a girl that big on feelings so i could feel all of that i felt like there was just this this barricade blocking me and so yeah we had we had sex like three times on three occasions um and i felt awful awful hear what i tell you awful and (laughs) oh god help me um on the first instance when it when it initially happened um and we were going downstairs for breakfast i was looking for something on the bed and i pulled back the sheets and there was this copious amount of blood and i'm like yo that never happened before i didn't even bleed when i lost my virginity so like i tell people all the time god speaks to me in ways that he knows i am going to understand so when i saw that blood i immediately remembered the covenant and how covenants are formed in the spiritual realm with blood 
that's why you had the um the episode with the blood of the lamb on the door so that the 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 angel of death would pass over the house and that's why god would ask for um anybody that was going to do a sacrifice from abraham to to um to moses anybody it there always had to be blood involved and when i saw that blood it 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 did something to me and he didn't seem to be concerned at all but i was straight tripping and i remember crying i remember crying and crying so bad and i i knew that after we left that staycation that everything about our entanglement would change um, because I've been there too many times I know that you know after a man gets sex you know he stops he stops the pursuit because he has gotten what he wanted most men I should say and that's why it's so important for us as women to hold on to our pearls as long as we can you know everybody everybody don't deserve it that's the truth i am now learning at 24 that very important point but um you're never too old to learn so yeah and he he stopped coming around and you know and i I felt worse of course and then he he had the audacity to say you know we had an agreement um And all I telling myself is that this man really don't know where God bring me from. Okay. And I just remember all the rage and the anger coming back from all of the hurt and the pain that men inflicted upon me. That I allowed them, I got to say that, that I allowed them to inflict upon me in my past. And I was like, I can't do this. That's when I made the decision. I was like... I would never allow another man to make me feel like this again. To feel so worthless after I gave you my most prized possession, you can tell me we had an agreement. <sighs> it was bubbling up though. I had, I had. That was my. That was the last straw. That's the truth. It that that experience changed me, and I needed to be changed because. You know, I was, I was playing around too long. I was playing around with my anointing. I was playing around, you know, with what I carry. I, I done playing. I'm finished playing. And I want to testify about the goodness of God that continues to chase us down even after we mess up. I didn't even know how to pray after that happened. I, I remember asking for forgiveness and stuff like that i i just really i felt really bad and i remember and i i was up i'm an early sleeper and a sister in christ she reached out to me and she was like shana what's happening you know you don't be up so late and that night i was actually crying because i felt so overwhelmed about what had happened and it was it was eating me inside out honestly and I was actually going to tell her that I was fine and God was like, tell her the truth. Because I'm so accustomed to carrying around my burdens myself. And this is something that God revealed to me as well, you know. It says, 
he says confess your sins one to another and healing will come we missed that point we missed that point because we're going to confess to our elders to our leaders but confess to one another and healing will manifest and i remember i told her exactly what had happened in a voice note and she called me the same time and i was bawling she was like shannon the same thing happened to me and we were crying listen and she prayed for me and when she prayed that prayer shifted something she said shannon you can't stay down there's so much work for you to do don't let this inhibit you you know god still loves you and she encouraged me and she edified me and the next week my um another friend of mine she invited me to her church um because she had um a worship thingy for her birthday and i love to worship so i was like sure i'm gonna come and that's when my deliverance began and the first thing the prophet said was everything that has entered her through sex come out now and he wasn't there when I had sex. And this is how I know that I know that I know that I know. That I know. And nobody could convince me otherwise. Is that God loves me when I'm wrong. As much as when I'm wrong. Even when I am right. And I got my deliverance process from that day. And you know it was. I felt so light and so free afterwards. Because you know we tend to regret some of the things that we did and even though that i messed up god still had a plan in place for me to be liberated and i feel that in my spirit for somebody you may feel as though you've sinned and you've fallen short of the grace of god we all have i have clearly as i have shared here but he loves us too much to let us wallow in our sins ask for forgiveness and keep it moving get up get up get up don't let the devil keep you down and torment you because that's what he loves to do oh you ain't oh you call yourself a christian look at what you do man the man do the most of me man and you know you just have to put him in his place i am loved regardless of what i did and my bible says there is no condemnation now for those who are in christ jesus so tell the devil to go and kick rocks that's the nice way that I would see that you know because he was real sickening so i pray that as i shared that it would it would have shed some light on something that someone is going through and you know i learned so much from that experience but the number one thing that stood out to me was that we as women talk too much because i gave excuse me that young man all of the ammunition all of it i told him almost everything about my life actually i told so he had all the tools he knew what men did to me he knew about my family situation he knew he knew and he played on my vulnerability let me tell you when the holy devil saying that man for me but god had a plan and i am thankful to still be here you know in my right faculties and not in prison because that's where it was gonna go if i didn't have god because i i always say to myself the next man that crossed me i'm gonna kill him and i make no apologies for saying that so instead of me you know because i'm a respectable woman in the community now can't tarnish my reputation so 
I gotta let God deal with y'all because I will catch a case. So yes, like I was saying, we talk too much. Sometimes we need to shut up. We need to observe. And, you know, let let them do the talking. Answer when you are being asked questions. And go from there. Um, it was very timely that... Um, coming into this year, Tyler Perry brought out that movie, A Fall From Grace. Watching that movie was like reliving the experience that i had with that young man and i could understand her anger and her rage and everything i i empathized so deeply with her because i understood exactly how she felt but just like me she she talked she talked too much she got comfortable and she gave that man all the ammunition and if you have not watched a fall from grace what are you waiting on that is a movie that i believe every woman should watch that movie is revolutionary it changed my life because it really showed me you know i have to be more strict with my boundaries and i have to let my actions line up with what i am saying so if i am saying okay i am on a journey of celibacy let me tell you all some of the, the things that i implemented um for example i'm not gonna um carry on certain conversations i'm not gonna listen to certain types of music um because at the end of the day i am still human and i know i know what my triggers are so my triggers are the movies that contain sexual content the the songs that contain sexual content certain messages you know um for me um you have to know you have to know yourself but for me kissing does does open a whole can of worms so i know i can't do that either um you know don't don't come around me that's all i could say do not come around me <laughs> um but i really had to to enforce and reinforce these boundaries and i thank god you know that even though that i am still in a place of healing there is still there is still liberation and my counseling sessions have been helping tremendously in terms of valuing myself as a woman and i actually i had actually written something in that regard that i want to share with you guys i feel led to share it yes i feel led to share it Okay, here here it goes. Woman of worth. Proverbs 31.10 states, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. I am Yahweh's diamond. I am indeed a woman of virtue. As I wrestled against culture and the lies that I have been sold about my identity, I write this in tears. I want you to know it's never too late for you to discover your worth and walk in liberty. I've been allowing the goldsmiths of life to determine my diamond value. This scarred me deeply. However, I serve the God of restoration. My encounter with him saved my life in more ways than I can describe. I was so broken and messed up. I looked to relationships to find my value. I looked to family and friends as well. No one could truly fathom the masterpiece of a woman that I am. Filled with love, life, diversity, power, strength, flaws and all. 
May my life and my story continue to be a testament of the God that builds monuments from ashes. I no longer sit obliviously in the school of life because I've surrendered my control to the one who holds the blueprint of my life. He's taught me about the priceless gem I am in his eyes. His princess, he calls me. I am learning to be okay with the fact that everyone won't see my worth and never again will one of those persons be me i am armed with power and authority i no longer have to take just anything it is my prayer that i inspire you ladies to do the same take your power back there is power in knowing and understanding your identity in christ moreover it is accessible to all of us the opinions of others begin to lose their value <clears throat> you are god's woman precious in his sight i pray that the light of god that shines so brightly through me will illuminate every dark soul there is hope i pray that because of my existence you will believe in miracles i declare liberty over you i declare clarity over you i speak life over every dead situation in your life i speak above every lie you've been told about yourself may my voice be an echo in your atmospheres come forth thus saith the lord Tap into your power, woman. It is your time to give birth. You are a treasure. You are to be discovered, but that does not define you. Gold is gold before it is mined. A diamond is a diamond before it is discovered. A treasure is hidden because it's unique. It is not like what you can easily see, like rocks, stones, and pebbles. And that short piece was written by... My therapist, Mr. St. Clair Brown. So I pray, you guys, that something that I said would have ministered to you guys, you know. I just love y'all so much. And my heart breaks when I see women suffering at the hands of the enemy. Because what I would have realized in my journey is that the devil never brings anything new. And we continue to fall for the same trap time and time again. But you see, as it relates to men, I had to flip the script. I had to. I had to or I was going to lose my mind and we cannot have that so this is your time this is your time to say enough is enough and put your foot down and stop tolerating just anything to say that you have a man or you know stop trying to get pregnant for these men that babies won't change the man's mind oh lord when I don't want me to start preaching Start to value yourself. Start to run after the only man that would truly value you and teach you to value yourself and then prepare somebody to value you. The man that he has for you. And I hear, I, I feel that in my spirit so strongly for somebody. Value yourself and you will teach others how to value you. Have an amazing Wednesday, guys. I love you guys so much. Mwah.